Welcome, Mutiny Radio listeners. It's 6 o'clock. It's Monday. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. And we've got a bunch of comedians here. We've got stuff from all over. And I think we even have some poets today, which is exciting. I'm not sure. It's always hard to tell. But we welcome everybody to the Joke Workshop on Mutiny Radio here on Mondays. If you have burning comments to give people, that's cool, too. We want to be really nice to everybody and listen to all their jokes and clap for them, and especially people doing new material. We know it's hard, but we want to be nice and supporting, and that's amazing. Uh, your first comedian of the night. So excited that he's here. He's always been so supportive of the station. He moved to New York, but he's back tonight for you. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ian Levy. Yay! Okay, hello. Here are my new jokes. We'll see if any of them... Are good. Um, I uh, okay. I uh, I've recently I'm doing the uh, the dating thing. It's going pretty well. The other night, a uh, well actually last night, a woman invited me back to her place uh, to look at pictures of her cat uh, while we sat next to her actual cat. So that was a pretty stimulating night. Uh, at one point, she accidentally pressed the wrong button on her phone and just brought up the actual camera app. But luckily, we just turned her phone to point it at the cat. And we're like, okay, it's still there. That's good. Okay. Uh, so we did that. Uh, I'm not, I've never been very good at the dating thing. One thing I think I, I used to, when I started, I came on too strong to people and I learned you have to, you gotta play it cool. You know, you gotta, you can't act like you like them too much. Otherwise you'll scare them away. Uh, but I, it gets confusing if they're also playing it cool, you know, cause my friends will be like, Hey, how's it going with Shayna? And I'm like, things are getting pretty serious. Uh, we haven't talked in three months. So, uh, you know, things are looking pretty good for us. She's blocked me on all social media. I think I'm going to propose. So there we go. Okay. Yeah. Things are, there we go. Very good. Very healthy. I honestly, I find, uh, I, I'm a, usually a lot of my dates, like the, the women I look for, they usually remind me honestly of my father. Uh, that was my main go-to cause you know, I'll be sitting across from them and like, don't, Come on too strong, okay? Don't tell them you love them. Just uh, play it cool. You know, you want them to make them want you more. And then, yeah. I do I do come from a family that's not very, uh, my, my family, we all love each other, but we're not good at showing affection. That was never part of our, like even to this day, my sister, I generally, I, I love my sister maybe more than anyone else on earth, but I can't, I just can't bring myself to tell her genuinely that I love her, but I'll, I'll do it as a bit. So every time I see her, I'm like, hey, Hannah, I love you. And she's like, yeah, get away from me. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, as I cry. And then, uh, and it's, uh, I got to fix that, though. I got to work up the curtain because it's going to be embarrassing if that's, the, you know, she's on her deathbed. You know, we're both in our 80s. And I'm like, hey, Hannah, I always remember, I love you. You know, and it's all just weird. Just a fucking bit. 
Um, yep. I, um, uh, what else I want to talk about? Oh, here's something. I was, uh, I was homeschooled uh, growing up. I've talked about that before. I was homeschooled. Um, and it's weird now. It, it, sometimes it does come up as an adult. Of not that people find out I'm homeschooled. They'll just, I'll just have to pretend like I don't actually like things that I, you know, to fit in. Where, where people, like, I'll be hanging out with people who went to public school and they'll be like, mocking renaissance fairs so like yeah look at that is that lame and i'll be like haha yeah who would want to do that you know it's a renaissance fair that's like coachella but with swords okay you know it's fun it's a good time okay there we go i uh yeah i was homeschooled here's it i've also people asked me uh if i was able to date like when i was younger like as a teenager if i was homeschooled and uh i didn't i didn't date but there were homeschoolers who were so that's the unfor the unfortunate truth is that uh, there were homeschoolers who were out there who, who, who were neck deep in pussy, and uh, and I what because I was the lowest I was the out of the homeschoolers I was the biggest loser so, which is a, a disturbing realization but okay I gotta do you, I I had a friend who I remember he got cool has anyone ever had a friend who like wasn't cool and then became cool and then because there was this guy I used to hang out with. And then he would play, we'd play like Magic the Gathering and then, you know, go to Renaissance fairs and do all kinds of cool stuff together. And then he, he came back. We didn't see each other for like a year. And then the next time I saw him, he was, uh, you know, like kissing women and not talking to me and stuff. And I felt very, and the, I think the most uh, insulted I felt is one time I was trying to talk to him and I was eating a bowl of cereal. And he's like, oh, actually, I'm lactose intolerant. Can you not sit cl so close to me with the, with your cereal? And so I, I sat somewhere else and then like, it took me like 10 years later. I was like, I don't think he was lactose. So you know what? I think he was Ian intolerant. Okay. Uh, rude. Okay. There we go. That's my time. Yay. Okay. Ian Levy, everyone. You can find him this weekend at the Renaissance Fair with a turkey leg in his face. Yay. Turkey legs. Those are fun. All right, moving right along. Your next comedian, clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion for Pete Palmer. All right, wow, thank you. Uh, having a having a bit of a weird day. Uh, earlier today, I got a notification from Uber Eats that I am one of Carl's Jr.'s top customers. I don't know why uh, they told me that. I I don't think because there wasn't even it wasn't even like oh and here's some carl's jr keep up the good work it was just like you're fucking killing it right now bro and i don't know i like is that supposed to get me to eat more carl's jr i don't think like i'm not gonna do more of that now that i know that i already do that more than everyone else in my zip code right i think if they wanted me to order more carl's jr they should be like hey man uh if you order carl's jr 30 times we'll give you one free salad like, all right, let's go make some fucking healthy choices. I don't like the shame. I'm going to switch to Grubhub. I feel like they don't do that there, right? I don't know. I've never used Grubhub. I feel like it's just like half-eaten calzones or something like that. Okay. I don't know. I feel like in general, if you're like, if you're a store and you're selling something that people shouldn't be buying, just be low-key about it. Like, I used to be pretty into like nicotine vapes. I was like doing that. And then the day I decided I was going to quit, I went to my vape store and they were like, Hey, man, we're starting a punch card program. <laughs> uh, you want one? And I was like, nah, I'm all right. 
And then he was like, are you sure? You're in here all the time. I'll give you like 10 punches to start. And I was like, okay, I'm never coming back here again after 10 more trips in. Yes, give me the card. Uh, okay, sweet. I, um, I, have, I'm, I have a girlfriend. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I was talking to my, I was back home for the holidays. I was talking to my like older conservative aunt about my girlfriend and she was like, oh, how did you guys meet? You didn't meet on one of those little dating app things, did you? And I was like, okay, Marcy, I don't know how you can judge right now. You met your husband in church. Church? Ew. Why are you getting horny in church? I don't think you're allowed to do that. I'm sure there's like a commandment somewhere about that, right? Thou shalt not shit where you plead for salvation. I don't know. I don't know. Just fucking up there getting communion, pretending that the body of Christ is the body of Uncle Vern. I don't like that <laughs> one bit. Um, I, I, anyone's, is it, is it anyone's birthday tonight? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a pro tip, <laughs> just engaging with the fucking crowd. Uh, I had a, I, uh, the other day I went to, um, I, I went to a dispensary a couple days after my birthday and I walked up and, um, you guys know your license expires on your birthday all the time? You guys know, I didn't. Because I, I, that's, check your, okay, can, I, this is actually important for the premise of the joke. Can everyone check their license? No, I looked this up before. I don't need to do this. Okay, fuck yeah. I go in, and I give the guy the license to try to get in, and he's like, oh, you're expired. I can't let you in. Happy 28th birthday, by the way. <laughs> I was like, you fucking kidding me? I, I think that's, that's like single-handedly the biggest proof I've seen that the government is evil, right? You know? <laughs> They're like, yeah, oh. We could have the licenses expire on any day of the year, and they didn't pick like a they didn't pick like Memorial Day or something like we should respect the troops. They're like, let's pick the day that people are most likely to be going out and purchasing drugs on, like or booze. Okay, all right, that's gonna do it for me. Thank you guys. People are everyone. His aunt's meeting people in church, man. I used to try to meet people in church, but none of those guys appreciated me getting high in the bathroom. <laughs> but if you want me to believe in God, I need to be smoking a lot more weed. Uh, your next comedian, so funny, so wonderful, part of the Hella F Funny family, runs Taupe every Tuesday up in North Beach. What a great show. And other things, Tiki Haven on Saturdays. Put your hands together for Tamok Silva. Yay! Controversy. Yeah, so professional. <sighs> you guys ever, you guys, and, okay. You guys like to read books? Yeah, yeah. You remember this book? It's called uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Love that book. And uh, I just found out that book is banned in the Philippines. Yeah, because they thought it was a cookbook. Banks, men, men own the banks. I think women should have their own banks. You know what I mean? Like, just like a woman's bank. Like, it's just like, like, I don't know. I'm coming up with some names like Queen Bank or Yes Bank or Yes Queen Bank. Okay. And their checking account is called Tight Pussies. 
Hey. Uh, has anybody ever been to the Boys and Girls Club? Yeah, I, I love the Boys and Girls Club. I remember when I was a kid, I would go every day, and I just came back from the old Boys and Girls Club. T- like it was, it's crazy. I had like Memory Lane came back, and I and it's it's not the same anymore because when I went to the Boys and Girls Club, there was pool tables, right? You're having a good time, arcades. There, there, there actually used to be a boxing ring at my old Boys and Girls Club. So when you wanted to fight somebody, put the gloves on. There was classes. It was crazy because the parents will come and bet on their kids, right? Like, my son's going to whoop your son's ass, right? And, and it's, it's weird because I walked into the Boys and Girls Club. that it's, it's, I'm seeing kids doing their homework. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit, man? Punch somebody, goddammit. No, okay. Okay. Oh, so stupid. I'm going to do it, though. Where can you find a gay assassin in the closet? Okay, hey, I got, uh, <laughs> I'm so stupid. Uh, spam? You guys ever ate spam before? Yeah, yeah, that shit's good. But it's like, it's poor people's caviar. You know what I mean? It's fucking good. That's all I got. <laughs> Uh, I don't like the word guaranteed. I hate that word, guaranteed. I guarantee you're going to lose some weight. Lies. I guarantee I'm going to make your dick bigger. Lies. I guaranteed this joke's going to work. <laughs> hate the fucking rugrats all grown up. Don't grow up. Dog farts. Love my dog. Love my dog. Uh, his name is Chico. He's a black lab mixed with Australian Shepherd. And uh, I take my dog to Fort Funston. I smoke a joint. You know, I'm having a good time. Reminiscing my childhood. Playing with my dog. But uh, we're walking around, me and my dog Chico. And uh, I'm not going to say the lady's race. But we'll just say that she's a blonde. Right? She had a t-shirt that said, Black Labs Matter. And me and Chico looked at each other like, what the fuck? I went up to the lady. I was like, hey, ma'am, all labs matter. All right, y'all. My name is Cuatemo. Thank you so much. Please critique me. Yay! Yes. Yay! Also, guarantee is an impossible word to spell. I don't know if you ever thought about. Does anybody know how to spell guarantee? It's like impossible. It's the most impossible word. Yeah, it's 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 like the hardest word. I wasn't okay. Thank you. But I I always enjoy everything. I think it's funny when you do those like they're super edgy like like but you play you play them off like the closet joke. It's like. <laughs> you go, it, it's still, it's you know, All I right. still laugh. Anybody else, please critique me. I don't. You could be mean. I don't care. Okay, you guys are just. Uh, no. Yeah, go for it. The microphone. Uh, man, just keep the energy up. I felt like uh, you you were you were losing energy just because uh, you were uh, hoping on a response. I mean, uh, I I know we're all we're all comics here and we're, we're watching you, but like. Uh, I mean, st- you still got to just keep that energy like going even when you're just working it out, you know? Just stepping the energy up just a little bit. 
Okay, that's the whitest shit I ever heard today. But thank you, Dakota. You How the fuck you got a Native American name and you're white? God damn it, Dakota. <laughs> you got a dog's name, Dakota. Come okay, never mind. But thank hey, you, bro. Uh, thank you, Dakota. We need that in. I tried. I love you, brother. Don't worry. Ooh. Okay, anybody else? All right. Yay! Clap your thank hands you. loudly for Damon Silva. Yay! <laughs> All right. Um, your next comedian, I also have the pleasure of seeing it usually on Tuesdays at Tope Clap. Your hands together for Siobhan the Dawn. Yay! Thank you, guys. How y'all doing? Um, talking to this one girl. Starting to like her, too, you know? We were talking for a minute. Because she told me that she was into girls. And I'm shopping at Ross for high heels and dresses. Damn. I identify as a woman now. I'm just kidding. Hopefully she'll take me. Uh, <laughs> um, I had a cousin who passed away. We uh, overdosed on heroin, heroin, dog food. It was sad, you know, but uh, I was upset at the same time because my parents put a lot of restrictions on me, you know. I'm like, man, why can't I have fun because this dude can't handle his drugs? Too dark? <laughs> Darker? Ten years later, his father died the same way. That was my uncle. He actually died on meth and fentanyl, so. Stay in school, kids. <laughs> Um, yeah, man, my grandmother always says that, uh, I play too many video games, right? I was, uh, I was really into Tetris. I was trying to beat my high score. And uh, a couple of days ago, I actually did, you know, I beat my high score and I tried to impress my grandmother. She's like, all you do is smoke weed and play video games. You're going to end up just like your cousin. I was like, I don't know, grandmother. The way I look at it, no, I beat his life score. Smoke a lot of weed, you know. Uh, my parents always tell me, you know, Siobhan, you need to stop smoking a lot of weed. And I tell them that, uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on, let me get in my notes, sorry. These are all just little practice, practice. Oh. Um, you know, on the way here, I saw this homeless person hold up a sign saying, need money for a sex change. And I couldn't help but think, man, it would be a great time for Pimp My Ride to come back, right? But instead, I don't know if you guys remember, instead of Exhibit going up to approve people's house, you know, motherfuckers who can't afford to pimp their ride, Exhibit's going to be going up to poor people who can't get a sex change, right? He's going to be like, hey, I'm Exhibit and I'm here to pimp your gender. You know, I don't know if you guys remember the show, but they would like, you know, after they would pick the, uh, the, the the person, they would like try to pimp their ride. They would take their ride and they would go to the shop and they would meet in this conference room. They'd be like, yeah, man, I heard he likes fish tanks, so we're going to put five fish tanks on the bumper, you know? But in this TV show, Exhibit's going to be like, man, I heard he got tired of his dick, so we're going to hook him up with a new pussy, <laughs> brand new pair of tits, 
pimp my gender. Um, what else do I have? Hey, you guys ever get super high and uh, wonder why humans are the only species that require toilet paper? Right? How nervous? What was that? What else, What did they use? Water in their hands, right? I do that too. That's why. <laughs> Thank you. But how nervous do you guys get after taking a fat ass shit and finding out there's no toilet paper? My girlfriend left me because she said I couldn't afford toilet paper. It's not because I couldn't afford it, right? I just didn't have it at the time. And the situation got a little shitty. <laughs> hey, man, that's been my time, y'all. I love some critiques. Javon Nadon, everyone. Any critiques? Yay. I'll stand up here. Nothing? Yo, um, I really like the the pin my ride stuff. Um, but so you gave that example of like, oh, you like fish tanks. Let me put like six fish tanks on your car. And I thought you could also do that for like, oh, he wants a pussy. We'll give him like seven pussies on his forehead <laughs> or like some something with that. Word, man. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I'm always I was I was uh, I was going to say literally the same thing, except for like uh, like. When uh, Pam did the the honk at the like right after that, <laughs> and I was like, "You can give him new pair of titties that honks, <laughs> like you know, like." I might need that for prop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. For like, sure, for like, sure. Hell yeah! Thank you guys. Anybody Pimp else? the shit out of that gender. Put your hands together for Javon, yay! Right on! Yay! Yay! And I always feel sorry about those pimp my ride things because they get six fish tanks and all you have is just a bunch of dead fish. Like that's, that's all that happened. There's like no way to feed them or something and they all just die. It's like people that used to have them in their shoes in the 70s. It's like, how do you keep those fish alive, you fucking weirdo? All right, your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Nick Holkey! Thanks. Hello, everybody. Hey. So last year, I went to a sober dance. Because things are going good. It was, oh, woof. I don't think there was ever a time I felt like I needed to drink more. Because a sober dance, for one, doesn't sober dance just sound, those words sound wrong next to each other. Sober dance. It's like crunchy orgasm or some other humorous combo that I tried to think of today but couldn't. But yeah, it's, sober dances suck because it's not like, like I went to a Mormon wedding and that there was a sober dance there, but they had never drank or done drugs before, so they didn't know they were supposed to feel ashamed and embarrassed. A sober dance, a real one, it's a bunch of people who used to shotgun four locos and eat a handful of molly to feel normal at trivia night. And now you bring them together to dance. Oh, 
it was I felt like I was in middle school again. I was just standing there like I don't know what to do. Is grinding still a thing? I hope not. Grinding, oh, so much boner anxiety with grinding. My first couple dances, I was so afraid of getting a boner that I wore Under Armour compression shorts underneath everything, just as a preventative measure. I was terrified. I had a friend, she told me, she had the reverse at her first dance, that like all of her friends were bragging about the boners that they gave. And so she was on the dance floor trying to like hot swap onto a guy, claim a boner for herself. I was just so thankful that we weren't at the same dance and we danced. Her desperately trying to give me a boner, me fighting it with everything that I've got. My face starting to turn red. A PE teacher sees me. He knows what's up. He's like, Nick, trust the compression shorts. That's why they're there. Um, what else is going on? So yeah, trying to not drink. It's weird. I don't know. I, you know, I used to, I was a little frat boy. I used to drink a lot. Used to party a lot. Like, I used to do coke off of people's bodies. Alive, yeah, consenting bodies. Now I lick my finger and try and get all of the Zoloft out of my pill cutter in the morning. That's what I'm up to these days. Just as fun. Just as good. Um... God, I had a joke. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. Mass shooters. They're bad. I don't like them. But I noticed the theme with them that, like, a lot of them always blame the fact that they don't get laid, right? Like, the first line of their manifesto is, like, I'm a perfectly attractive guy. No girls want to sleep with me. There's a part of me that's, like, fucking preach, brother. To tell it like... Tell it like it is. But I thought a good way to prevent mass shootings is that by law, next to every gun store, there needs to be a brothel. So that way, when Psycho Stevie comes around with his allowance money, he's got a decision to make. What sort of double pump action is he after? Shoot loads, not bullets, that's what I say. Thank you, everyone. Nick Holke. Vote for him for governor. Doesn't he look like he could run in 10 years? Look at him. Yay, Nick Holke. Yeah, thanks. We're not, I mean, you can do comments if you really want them, but we don't. I mean, you know. Yay. Why can't Californians have guns? Because they're always triggered. Woo. All right, your next comedian is all the way from Texas. Put your hands together for Dakota Price. Yay. Hello, everyone. How's everybody doing? Hey, Art. How you doing, buddy? Love you, man. No, uh, I love weed a lot. Uh, yeah, and I know I'm dressed like Steve from Blue's Clues because bitches love Steve from Blue's Clues. By bitches, I mean all bitches. Like, and I mean, I'm one of them. Anyway, uh... <laughs> no, I love weed, and uh, I remember the first time that I was smoking weed and someone lit sage, right? I was 12, 
and my friend, we were smoking some weed out of a zigzag paper, the orange pack. They lit some sage to cover up the smell. And the combination of the zigzag, the shitty weed, and, and the, the sage sent me for the, the most deja vu I've ever had in my whole life. And I realized my entire family smelled like this smell. My whole family smoked pot. My grandma, my aunt, the dog. No. I just, uh, I don't just you ever get any of those smells that, like, take you back to a place? No. Weed and sage. Reminds me of grandma's house. That and Vic's vapor rub. Oddly enough. Uh, speaking of uh, dogs from earlier, uh, me and my baby mama split up. Yeah. She took my kid and left me with the dog. And I moved here, and I, had a, I, I couldn't afford to take the dog with me. So I sent her to live on a farm. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, I'm just kidding. No, she's on an actual farm. She's on an actual farm. That didn't work. Okay. Uh, <laughs> back to the weed. Uh, I invented weed time travel. Yes. Uh, Christmas Day, 2018. Uh, I woke up and ingested uh, 2,000 milligrams of edibles before 9 a.m. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. Two big fat fucking brownies, 1,000 milligrams apiece with ice cream. Breakfast time. I'm also a fat piece of shit. Anyway, no. So what happens when you eat 2,000 milligrams of uh, edibles before 9 a.m. is you time travel because it was Christmas Day. I had to be two hours away to go open presents with my family. Last thing I remember is eating those brownies about 30, 45 minutes later, getting ready, taking a shower, smoking a blunt. I remember this is what activated the time travel. I hit the blunt, and then my eyes closed, then I opened them. They were like, whoa, surprise, presents, whoa. I'm opening presents, and I'm like, holy shit, how did I get here? Anybody else? No? No one has ever had that happen to them? I'm telling you, 2,000 milligrams of edibles, and you can time travel. Okay. This is my uh, last uh, joke of the weed set here. Uh you ever been really, like, 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 I like smoking weed, but I have anxiety, and I smoke weed for my anxiety, and it works most of the time. The other times, it just enhances it. So just know that if I'm ever smoking weed with you and we're hanging out, and I look at you, and I say, yeah, I got to go take a shit, and I'm gone for 45 minutes, just know that I'm sitting on the toilet, pants around my ankles, trash can in my lap, just... <sighs> gonna be all right and uh i judge my friends based on how nice their bathroom is you know just you know I, like arts house he has a really nice bathroom probably really clean tra trash can i can do ketamine at arts house anyway that's my time Woo! give it up for me radio and, and pam benjamin and, and art Getting high in the bathroom, yay, yay! Not scrolling, not not scrolling. That's that's what I like when I'm. I mean, I, I'm addicted to it now. I when you're taking. Does anyone not scroll through their socials when they're taking a poop in the morning? That's pretty common, right? I'm not like I didn't I didn't invent that or anything, right? <laughs> like it's pretty fucking common. 
Uh, all right, I'm really excited for your next comedian. Put your hands together for world traveling comedian Dan Guan. What's up, everybody? All right, I want to do something a little bit different. Actually, for the start of my uh, for the start of my set, I want to do an impression. Is that cool with you guys? Do an impression. All right, cool. All right, cool. So. Uh. <laughs> Uh, that's the sound of my neighbor's alarm clock going off in the mission. So, yeah, you guys ever wake up to Bad Bunny saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's <laughs> uh, yeah, I live in the mission. It's cool, right? It's a really rad neighborhood. Um, I like the, I like the huge Latino presence, uh, especially loved it uh, when the World Cup was on, uh, which makes it really awkward where in the finals I had to announce that I was rooting for France. Yeah, which is very weird, right? Because I realize that when you tell a bunch of Latino people that you're rooting for France, that's almost like telling a white person that you're a Republican. Like, that, it's, it's the same thing, because in both of those cases, all the Latinos just gang up on you afterwards. So, uh, okay, now that, that was a bad joke. Anyway, um, all right, we'll just go, we'll jump in some of, some of, some of the uh, other material I've been doing. Uh, yeah, so uh, I've, been, I've been dating out here in, in, in the San Francisco, guys. I feel like I've, this is like a weekly announcement about that. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a hard time, you know. Mostly, thank you, Denise, as my one aunt that lo that cares about my love life so much. I uh, no, I, I think I think it's hard out here, especially because I realize that most people's standards are pretty high, right? Pretty too damn too damn high. Uh, one time I got this girl's number, uh, and then when I finally got a chance to text her, uh, the only response I got was, "Listen, I don't think we're I don't think we're compatible." Because I don't date men with Android phones. Like, you guys ever been told that of a of a systems incompatibility? Which is crazy. Um, I uh, I also think that like incompatibility uh, is like a, is a hard argument, right? Because I think that we just perceive things on an initial surface. Like I hate it when women call me cheap, because I'm not cheap. I'm frugal. There's a difference. Because when you're frugal, all that just means is that you're willing to spend money as long as it's worth it. One time, this one girl just kept asking me. She's like, "Hey, I just keep finding it really weird that you keep asking me out on just dates to go to go to cafes." And I reassured her, I was like, listen, it's not because I'm cheap, I'm telling you. Uh, it's because I don't think you're worth it. So that's my frugality at play, you know? Um, I, uh, I think sometimes I, that it can be so hard out here that uh, you know, even that sprung out new businesses like dating apps and dating coaches. The uh, other day I actually got reached out by a dating coach randomly on Facebook. He was like, hey, uh, I can help you, help you out in your, in your dating life here in the Bay Area. And I was like, how did you find me? And he was like, oh, it's so simple. All I did was I just found Asian men on Facebook with no females in their profile pictures. So, And I was like, surely you missed a picture with me and my mom. So what does that mean, basically? <laughs> yeah. So then, I, so then we had to call, and I actually asked him around. And then I, he, I, when I finally got to the point when I asked him, okay, dude, well, how much is it all going to cost? He said the final cost of this for 12 weeks was Right, which is so nuts, right? Like three thousand dollars is so much money, cause for to really improve my love life with three thousand dollars, I could just go get uh, a Russian mail order bride. Like that, I think is just so much easier, right? Um, even then, like I even asked like one of my friends. He's like, he says that he's been having a lot more luck. He actually dates around. He dates with multiple women all the time. I asked him, I was like, hey, how do you do that and how you manage that? And he's like, dude, I'm a salesperson. Just have an Excel sheet and just manage everything like a CRM, you know? Which is so bullshit, because I was like, dude, you haven't closed a sale in your entire life. Like, what, what kind of advice is this? Uh, okay, fine. Uh, one last thing. Okay, fine. Uh, I think, I think uh, also dating, uh, dating as a comedian can be pretty tough, because I always get a lot of this, this initial line on first dates. Women will come up and be like, hey, whatever you do, please don't use this date uh, as material for your next joke. 
which I was like, what, did you bring up an NDA or something? And then I realized that I was dating a corporate lawyer. So that's a, okay, never mind. Anyway, I've been Dan Guan. You guys been dope. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Dan Guan, everyone. Hooray. Put him in, coach. I can't believe there's such a thing as a dating coach. I probably need one. Yours. I haven't, I'm like, dates are things. People still do that. I thought you just had a drink and then had sex. Your next comedian. I guess that's what happens when you're 48. You're just like, do you, you look at him. You're like, do you want to? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, your next comedian. He's a funny guy. Put your hands together for Jared Senna. Yay. No, I'm not. No, no, I'm not a funny guy. I'm actually the opposite. I'm, a, I'm an unpleasant guy. I heard there was a comedy open mic, and I signed up not to make people laugh, but to make people feel uncomfortable. It's working. Let's go. <laughs> How you doing, guys? Uh, uh, I'm from San Diego. Uh, there's a big Navy presence there. Uh, my dad was in the Navy. If there was one thing I can describe San Diego, I would say it's like my ex-girlfriend's room. There's a lot of semen there. <laughs> I knew that was stupid when I wrote it, dude. <laughs> I'm keeping that. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, growing, my biggest dream in childhood was to become a rapper. Uh as you can see, it didn't turn out so well. Um, growing up, I, uh, I wanted to be uh, as confident as the rappers that I was listening to at 12 years old. Uh, 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 I wanted to be that same way to other 12-year-olds. Uh, unfortunately, the rap I was listening to was 90s horrorcore rap music. Uh, so I don't think other 12-year-olds would be... Would be uh, would uh, get a confident boost from hearing about me uh, stabbing people. I just, <laughs> I, I just saw Denise's eyes just, yes, that's the kind of 12-year-old I was. Oh, all right. Um, <laughs> did I lose you guys? Oh, whatever. Well, whatever. doesn't matter. Like I said, I, I'm here to make things unpleasant. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, uh, Growing up, I also really wanted to be like Eminem. You know, he was my favorite rapper. You know, you know, uh, I used to rap like him. Uh, I copied his movements. Uh, I yelled at my mom like him. All right, maybe there's something there. Um, you know, I think I copied him too much. Uh, 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 growing up, uh, people thought I was uh, scary and intense. Uh, definitely scared away the hoes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, in high school, I would participate in rap battles. Like, I would get into, like, thank you, Spencer. Uh, I would get into, like, uh, I would get into, like, Twitter beef with other rappers in high school. It would get pretty serious. And then, like, and then, like, we'd meet up at lunch and we'd, like, we'd recite the poems we wrote for each other. <laughs> yeah, I think I took things too far. Like, I really wanted to win this one uh, rap battle. So I made fun of how this guy's ex-girlfriend died. <laughs> I won. Okay, I won. All right. I don't know. That's just a bunch of rapper stuff. It's actually true. I did want to be a rapper at 12 years old. 
You know what I think I found out? You guys know those Shen Yun posters that go are around San Francisco? Did you guys? Yeah. Yeah, all too well. Like, no matter what you do, you always, like, end up with one in your mailing address or you see one at... See one like on attached to some like wall. Did you guys know that was a cult? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, lady. Um, yeah, I I did not know that. I think that it's so funny. Like the the dance troupe that 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 sends like a million flower a million flyers all over the Bay Area is actually trying to indoctrinate you in their cult. Honestly, if they were more upfront about that, I probably would have attended a Shen Yun dance troupe. You know, you know. You know, that'd be cool. Like, I'd pay 200 bucks. I look at the tickets on Ticketmaster. It's that much. Yeah. Like, like you know, like, that'd be cool. Can you guys imagine if Scientology had its own dance troupe? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess uh, I don't have anything else to say. Give it up for Pam. Jared Senna. I'm sorry, Mama. I should have taken you to Shen Yun. <laughs> I never meant to make you cry. I've got to get out of this closet. Uh, your next comedian, he's so lovely and he's so kind. He's driven me around in his car. I'm like, I'm not worth it. I'm afraid of messing up the back seat. I'm like, oh no, my shoes are dirty. Uh, he's very funny. Clap your hands together for Art Gullianstein. Yay! Hello. Cam, you were getting better at pronouncing my last name and today you just fucked it up. <laughs> just fucked it up it's all right it's all right it's a hard one uh guys today i'm gonna try old jokes that didn't work and new jokes that are probably not gonna work so for the next four minutes enjoy uh i grew up here in san francisco i think san francisco is really interesting because i think it's the only place where it's easier to come out as gay than it is as an elon musk fan and it's weird because at this point i feel like there are more teslas in san francisco than there are gay people but I think those Tesla drivers are just tech bros who want to suck Elon's dick, so maybe it's the same thing. I have a confession. I'm a tech bro who wants to suck Elon's dick. That person is peeing really loud. Um, <laughs> oh, no, they keep running. Uh, a lot of people are surprised to find out that I was actually a really good student. I got A's in school. Up until senior year, I got in trouble, I got suspended, because an investigation revealed that people were exchanging test scores for blowjobs. Now, I'm not gay, but that was the only way I could get my dick sucked. Okay. Uh, bum, bum, bum. So I grew up in San Francisco, but I'm actually an immigrant. I was born in Armenia, I grew up in Russia, and then I moved here when I was 12. And being Armenian is weird because when I grew up in Russia, Armenians were not considered white like Russians, but were considered brown. And we were like discriminated against. But when I came to America, I was told that I'm white. Nice piss, dude. Yeah. Real strong. Was your rap flow just as strong? Your rap flow, was it just as strong? What the fuck was I talking about? Um, Okay, so in, Arme in Russia, Armenians are considered brown, right? And a lot of times we're discriminated against. But when I moved to America, I was told that I'm white. And it was like getting traded mid-season to like the winning team. I was fucking excited because after feeling discrimination all my life, 
I wanted to finally understand what it feels like to discriminate other people. Okay. You guys don't like dick sucking jokes, but discrimination jokes work. Okie dokie. Weird night for sure. Um, this is a true story. Uh, the other day I went shopping at Target. Shortly after I was parked somewhere, I come back, I find out my car was broken into and my Target bag was stolen. I'm complaining about this and a friend of mine goes like, or, you know, you should be more compassionate because maybe the person that stole this stuff, they're probably disadvantaged. They probably need the stuff more than you. You can af re afford to replace the stuff, but this might be the only way they can afford to feed their families. And I was like, well, fuck, I don't think anybody needs that hemorrhoid cream more than me right now. My ass is fucking itchy. Unless their entire family is eating ass, I don't think it's going to feed anybody. Dick sucking, not working, ass eating. Um, so dating is hard, right, Dan? The thing that makes it hard for me, <laughs> it is hard. The thing that makes it hard for me is I'm really scared of rejection. Are you scared of rejection? No, I am, because I'm a giant bitch. I'm scared of rejection, and I try to avoid rejection at all costs, but it came to a point where I'm just like lonely as fuck, so I was like, I'm just gonna, you know, work up the courage and approach women in real life. So I did. I woke up to a girl at a bar. I tried to, you know, spark up conversation, get her a drink, whatever. And she goes like, you know, I'm sorry, but I have a boyfriend. And I'm so scared of rejection that I went, me too. It's been five years. I'm still pretending to be her gay best friend. I actually got to get out. We're going to go shopping after this. I think that's my time. Thank you, guys. Keep your hands clapping for Art Galustian. Yay! I'm gonna keep trying. All right. Your next comedian, he runs a great room down in South City at Hometown Heroes some Wednesdays. Put your hands together, everybody, for Wally Hippolito. Oh, hello? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, it's good. What up, y'all? Happy Monday, everybody. Jesus Christ, this is this is a lot of fucking people for a Monday, Mike. I like it. We we got to keep this shit going. Great job, Pam. Guys, we made it through the storm. Clap it up for yourselves. Holy shit, you guys. That that storm that storm wasn't shit. That storm wasn't. Spencer, shut the fuck up, please. I'm trying to do my fucking set right now. But uh, that storm wasn't shit, am I right, guys? Like, the media was really trying to portray that storm as if it was, like, this cataclysmic event. Like, they were treating it, uh, they were trying to treat it as if it were, like, Ray Rice in an elevator, you know what I mean? When really, it was like, it was like Kareem Hunt type of situation, you know? Just like a little foot tap, just a little foot tap. Like, the, like it wasn't that crazy. Like, I imagine other storms kind of talking shit about it, you know, like, like the OG, like OG Katrina's talking shit. Like you call that a fucking storm? <coughs> I was a storm. FEMA was scared of me. George Bush was exposed for not caring about black people because of me. You call that a storm? <coughs> That's more like an R. Kelly pissing video, you motherfuckers. Thank you. And uh, that's my weather forecast, everyone. Thanks, thanks. Uh, but uh, what what'd you do during the storm, Dan? That's what's up. I, I was watching a lot. I, I was watching a lot of movies during the storm. Yeah, I, I was watching one of my favorite movies, uh, uh, Ocean's Eleven. 
one of my one of the greatest movies of all time. Like I love the f- aspect where they portray um, forty year old men who have ten friends that they can hang out with. That's like my favorite part of it all. Cause like guys, if you're over thirty five and you have more than five friends, you really need to go to therapy or something. You know what I mean? Cause like I can't even get a text back in the group chat. What the fuck is a forty year old doing with ten friends to hang out with? You know? God, it, it really annoys me. It really does. Uh, I forgot to explain that. Um, I wa- I also watched Forrest Gump, also another classic. But I think the uh, you know the phrase in Forrest Gump, like the quote all time quote, "Life is like a box of chocolates," right? I think that needs like a like a very millennial update. You know, like a like a life is like a drink from Bill Cosby. You never know if you're gonna get fucked. You know, I need to ender for that too. Um. I was watching, I watched Forrest Gump, though, because uh, it was my grandfather's favorite movie. Yeah, uh, my grandfather, and I was very reminiscent because my grandfather had actually passed away during the holidays. And um, I was at, I remember I was at his funeral a couple weeks ago, and the only thing I can think to myself when I was, like, scanning around was uh, there are, like, three definite things in life, guys, right? Death, taxes, and an aunt who's going to unnecessarily record everything on her iPad. Yeah. It's like, bro, and she won't even do it the right way either. It'll, it won't even be like the pan out. It'll be like the face side, and she'll be like, Daddy, I miss you so much. I love you so much. It's like, bro, let the, pre- let the priest fucking bring his soul to rest. He's not done enough with your bullshit on this plane. You know what I mean? All right, I, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get in this one real quick. Um, I'm going to the Philippines this year. Yeah, 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 I'm really excited uh, because I'm going to meet my biological father's family for the first time. Yeah, but I'm, I'm nervous also because, like, uh, like, what if they're hot? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, I, you know, I've watched enough Game of Thrones in my life where I'm very comfortable with incest at this point. <laughs> you know, like, uh, and... You know, I could be the one to provide. Like, what if they're looking for a green card? Okay, I, I'll work on that one. But uh, I'm Wally Hippolito. That's my time, guys. You guys have been great. Wally Hippolito. Yay. Oh, my gosh. That was very funny. Yay, Wally. Yay. I hope you have so much fun in the Philippines. Bring back your grandmother's recipe for lumpia, please. Uh, I need to know how to make it. Your next comedian, a super funny guy, just placed in... Um, Last week in the Slate contest, and so he's going to be in the finals. Put your hands together, everybody, for Huneed Shakur. Yay! That was way too generous. They just mistook, mistook me for the other brown guy on stage. Um, I just have a bunch of premises with no punchlines, but I've had a girlfriend for a while now, and I really like having a girlfriend because I get to learn more about life, stuff that I never knew, like I can own w- more than one towel. Never knew that before. And the proper amount of pillows is there can never be too much. And I can't use paper towels and toilet paper interchangeably. That's something I didn't know prior to having a girlfriend. Um, I was hanging out with my girlfriend once, and I was like, hey, how do you know you like your, your period's on your way? And she goes, well, I get mood swings. Um, I become irritable, loss of appetite. And then I was like, am I going to have my period soon too? And she says, no, Nade, you're just depressed. And then that's when I realized I was spending too much time with her because my depressive episodes were syncing up with her period. 
um, I was hanging out with a friend I hadn't seen in a while recently, and I saw he had a tattoo. I was like, oh, is that a tattoo? Is that a Japanese tattoo? And he got really defensive. He was like, yo, before you say anything, it's not cultural appropriation. I got it when I was stationed in Japan from a Japanese artist. I was like, yeah, that makes it a lot better. Occupation. Um, I recently had thumb surgery. And I was on the operating table, and they were about to knock me out. And they're like, you're going to start getting real tired real soon. And I was like, this isn't the first time I've fallen asleep during a hand job. They didn't find it as funny. Um, but when I woke up, I was in excruciating pain. And then the surgeon looked at me and goes, probably never had a hand job like that before, huh? And I was like, I'm filing a complaint. <laughs> I was like, I was like, only one of us is allowed to be a comedian. If you're going to try, you're going to be unemployed, too. Um, they knocked 50% off the surgery price for that. Member services called me the next day. They're like, we're so sorry. That was so inappropriate. We'll knock 50% off. I was like, 50% off doesn't really help me because I wasn't planning to pay anyway. But I have another crooked thumb that could get fixed. Um... So I think if I existed back in the 1900s as part of South Asia, I would be very anti-colonization. I would like try to fight the power and stuff. And then I realized that today I don't even say my country's r name correctly. I say Pakistan instead of Pakistan just because I don't want to make white people feel like they're saying it wrong. <laughs> so I don't think I would have done anything. I think I would have just been like, hey, let's just, you know, call their beer uh, Indian Pale Ale and that'll be how we win in the long term. All right, thank you, guys. Yay, Hune! Hune Chukur! Go to that show. Um, it's not this Friday I get to judge, which is exciting. And then ne the following Friday, it's uh, there'll be all the six people that won competing. And then there's, like, real money prizes. So go and clap and, uh, you know, support fellow comedian like Hunaid, your next comedian. Oh my God, I'm so glad he's back in town. Fresh off the plane from Paris, everybody. From Gay Paris. Put your hands together for Colin Braun. Hello. Um, I wrote a lot of jokes because I was gone and um, I don't have much time, so we're just going to run through them. Hello, my name is Colin. I'm a, something of a radical feminist. I believe that a woman's place is in the kitchen poisoning her husband. Fight the patriarchy, ladies. Lord knows we're not going to do it for you. Um, I traveled. <coughs> I traveled. I traveled a lot because that's what you do when you get divorced. You spend the down payment. Um, I went to Scotland for the weather. I went to England for the politics. And then I went to France for the people. Um, I loved to travel. Um, but, you know, don't think I'm down on my own country. I believe in the values of patriotism and loving your nation. I learned those when I was in the Army Museum in uh, Paris, really recommend it. It was a solo trip. I, I was flying solo, um, and I forgot uh, how that joke goes. Um, I called it a mortgage trip because I was alone. Right. Um, I, Oh, here it is. So let's see. The solo trip, it was amazing. The food was amazing. The, the, the history, the museum was a perfect experience. 
The only thing that could have made it better would have been sharing it. <coughs> I, caught, um, I caught bronchitis on day four of a 16-day vacation, probably from sucking all those dicks in London. Um, but that's all right. I still I didn't get to be an international whore. I could only be a whore in uh, Scotland, but I don't, I don't want to talk too much about my butthole. It's a bit of a sore subject. Um, they, don't, um, they don't do tipping in Europe, and boy, do they work like it. I, uh, I realized, I took French for six years, and I realized um, that's not enough. I, I would have to order in French, and I would only know one or two words, so it was always a surprise to see what I got. Like, I knew there would be steak. I didn't know I had to specify for it to be cooked. Steak tartare, raw beef. We call it food. In America, we call it ingredient or health violation. Um, I did, I had a new experience. I ate alone at a restaurant. I'm, I'm not done. Uh, I ate alone at a restaurant that had not one, but two Michelin stars, because one Michelin star would get lonely. And uh, boy, it has ruined eating alone in one Michelin star restaurants for me. I don't think I can ever eat alone at a restaurant again. It's just, mm, wow. Um, but I, hey, I made it through the whole meal without crying. And then they brought the bill. Um, and that's it. It was, it was worth it. Um, you know, it's funny. Every time Americans go to Europe, you know, the, the, the public transportation is amazing. The people are so well-dressed. I mean, wow. You will see the most beautiful woman with just the most amazing handbag and she's holding hands with the most attractive man you've ever seen, and he has the most amazing handbag. But somehow none of them look gay. It's amazing. And, and the trains run on time, and the cities are beautiful, and the food is amazing. And every time Americans go to Europe, we think, wow, we should live like this. And then we don't. Then lastly, I don't really know what to do with this, but I, was, um, I went to the, uh, the Imperial War Museum. London, an amazing museum. The, uh, the, w the, the Holocaust exhibit was a bit of a bummer. Um, the, World War One, the, the World War I thing was more uplifting, but I was there and I just saw the most beautiful man I'd ever seen, clearly gay, because it was England, you can tell there. And, and I didn't, there, there's no way to approach someone at a Holocaust museum What do you say? How's your day going? Shitty. Man, those ghettos were rough. Do you like it rough? All right, I give that joke a gold star. Ah, why did I say it? My name is Colin Braun. I wasted my 20s on a man named Kyle. Thank you and good night. Yay, Colin Braun and his little dog. <laughs> All right, your next comedian, oh, one of my favorite people and runs a great show at Piano Fight called Open Improv. Clap your hands together, everyone, for Spencer Devine.
okay, go settle down, settle down. Ah, so there's a new car coming out from Jeep called the Wagoneer. Uh, and their catchphrase is because some experiences are better with your eyes wide open. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about driving? Yeah, yeah. Some experiences are. I whoa, hey, It's like saying some food should be eaten with your mouth. Like, yeah, all of it. Oh, I don't know. How some spiders that fall into your toilet should be peed on. Like, we all know. Like, it's their fault for dying. Uh, so, uh, okay, so, j this is a new joke, so I need everyone to ride or die, okay, ride or die, don't jump off, okay, so we're gonna make a beat as the room, okay, and I'll tell you what to do, and once I tell you what to do, you keep doing it until I say banana, okay, no matter what I say, you keep going until I say banana, so until then... Okay, let's go. This is my impression of a man being attacked by wolves in a disco. Hey, what's up? Oh, fuck. <laughs> There's wolves in here. You guys should really do something about that. I think the, I think the music is aggravating them. So just, just turn off the music. Okay, we're not going to turn off the music. Okay. No, that's totally cool. I no, just say, oh, whoa, 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 hey, hey there. Okay, they're getting a little bit violent. We just keep going. Just turn off the music if you could. Just turn it off. Oh God! Why? Why won't you turn it off? What kind of mindless obedience could force you to keep going when I'm being eaten alive by wolves? Ah! Just turn it off! Just turn it off! Why won't you stop? God, why? Bananas. Okay. Okay, keep going. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What the fuck's up with open face sandwiches? Am I right? <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't fucking finish the sandwich. That's like a plumber's leaving your house and he's like, Oh, I left a couple of bolts for you to tighten up and then your sink's fixed. It's like, no, you finished the job, okay? Oh, your dinner, your dessert is a deconstructed cheesecake. Oh, I'm paying you to unmake my food? Well, Fuck off, what, what's next? There's just gonna be a restaurant called Hook. It's a bunch of empty bowls and plates while a short form improv troupe does a bunch of short scenes based on something that you could be even eating and then they don't fucking finish it. That's what you call an open-faced 
Yes and which. Thank you. I'm Spencer Devine. Open face. Yes and which. Wow. Wow. Spencer Devine. Go see him on Wednesdays at Open Improv at Piano Fight. We've got more comedians. I'm so glad you're still here. Stay fast. Hang out. Your next comedian. Clap your hands together for Kava to sing. Yay. Spencer always has like the most amazing questions, and I just I'm so envious of that. Um, okay, anyway, so I've been traveling. Why is this so? Is it? Oh, this is my fault. Okay, okay. Um, so I've been traveling quite a bit. Um, just actually, no, not quite a bit. I mean, I went home and then I ca I came back. But w every time I've traveled, I, I feel like I've realized that the TSA isn't really doing its job because I've literally brought in like toothpaste. You know, like the terrorism size toothpaste. I've brought like I once brought like mace coming home. I, I I brought my pepper spray on um on the plane and coming back. I brought a toy gun with a red cap. It was like very plastic. It's like a very it's very fake. Um, and it doesn't have a trigger. And I added a note that said like this is not a toy. I mean, wait, no, I added a note that said this is a toy. Um, and then TSA saw it in my bag, and then they like stepped aside and they were like why do you have this gun this is, they were like why do you have this toy gun and I'm like for my sexual cop fantasies that's a stupid question um but then they were like well why would you bring a toy gun on a plane and I was like uh, you guys haven't had a problem with it before so because because I brought a real gun on the okay that was bad <laughs> okay um Hiding. Oh, yeah, yeah. So so growing up, dating was really hard for me because I wasn't allowed to have a boyfriend. So I would always hide, uh, hide my boyfriend whenever I, I could. And um, like senior year, my boyfriend would always pick me up in front of my house um, on the way to school. And it was really hard kind of like casually telling him to like just not be my boyfriend. It's like something that you couldn't really do. Like I'd be like, hey, what if you like picked me up? at the corner of the street it's like hey what if you didn't look at me when you picked me up wear this wig you know like it was okay <laughs> okay this is great um my my friend is uh she's she's into she's doing like the apps right now and she's on bumble where you can't um where women have to like start the conversation uh and i think it's so interesting that she'll just message guys being like hey and i'm like you can't do that, you know, like all of the shit that we give guys for just saying like, hey, you need to you need to like ask you need to you need to say something that is like will teach you about him and also is like kind of compelling. So I was basically like, all right, I took the phone from her and I was like, the race war has begun. Where do you build your fortress? You know, you have a bag of scorpions. What do you do with it? Something like that. Um, OK, the last thing I'll say is. uh. My friends are at an age where, like, I have some 30-year-old friends where they're getting, they're finding boyfriends and they're sticking with them, not because they, like, really want to be with them, but because they, like, want their sperm. I'm like, you're basically treating sperm like I treat my Japanese house salads, like, as a vehicle for the dressing. Um, and, like, I don't know, I, I'm not really interested in, like, destroying the land bridge between my vag and my asshole, uh, that's like why I don't really want a baby. 
Um, wait, did I mention, did I even introduce conversations about the baby? Okay, whatever. This whole thing is <laughs> like that. Um, that's my time. <laughs> Covetousy. Doesn't necessarily want to have a baby. It's okay. You don't, ev not everyone has to have kids. I didn't have them. I'm 48. It's okay. I still have a really fulfilling life. Yay. Uh, but, you know, it's hard to fight the status quo and maybe should have, don't have a baby. Unless you really like being sad. Uh, your next comedian, they don't pay you for having babies. Uh, does anybody else nanny? No? Uh, your next comedian, clap your hands together, everybody, for Denise Lee. Yes. I've decided, I've decided I'm going to work on my mental health this year, which is why um, I'm trying to focus on my drinking. I've decided I need to drink way more. Okay, that's what I realized. Uh, I, I used to, I used to like not drink a lot at all, but one of my friends really likes drinking and he's like, vodka makes people happy. And I'm like, but so does chocolate, you know, like, like, I feel like I've never eaten a Kit Kat and just been like, all right, I'm gonna go pee on the streets now, you know, like that's never been <laughs> a thing that I've done, but I, but I don't usually like in the past, I haven't, like, I don't like to tell people that I don't drink because I feel like people will think that I'm judging them. And I feel like the people who are really judgy of others drinking are the same ones who go around judging people for having sex before marriage, you know? But, like, no one's really offering, like, either thing for them, so it doesn't matter. Like, nobody cares. Um, but, uh, but recently, uh, I was really nervous, like, before a date, so I, I took a shot of vodka before I went on the date. And immediately after I took the shot, I was like, oh, I get it now. I was like, oh, this is why people drink. It makes a lot of sense. Feels way better. <laughs> um, and then I went on the date. The date went amazing. And then um, I went back home. And the next day, I texted the guy. I was like, oh, my gosh, like I had an amazing time. I would love to see you again. And he texted back. And he was like, oh, my gosh, you made cat noises all night. <laughs> um, he was like, so we did not see each other again. All right. Um, sometimes I get a little sad and I feel like it's like the most random people that like lift my spirits, you know, like, uh, recently it was the lady selling pasta at the farmer's market. It's changed my life. <laughs> I was walking around all sad and then she stopped me and she was like, Hey, you like eating healthy, don't you? You're a healthy eater, aren't you? And like, honestly, I'm not. Uh, but she was like, no, like, I know you are. Like, you know how to take care of your body. And I was like, okay, yeah. She was like, okay, what you do now is you got to buy this pasta because you deserve to treat yourself. You just got to remember to love yourself, so you got to buy this pasta. And I was like, oh, my God, I've known you for, like, 20 seconds. <laughs> but, like, I kind of wish you were my mom, you know? Like, <laughs> feel that would have been helpful. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no, thank you. Like, I'm trying to cut down on carbs. And she was like, if you don't buy this pasta, you're going to have bad karma forever. And I was like, oh, that tone changed quickly. So then I bought the pasta. <laughs> and I was like, all right, we're using different sales tactics today. <laughs> um, I, I, like, I like going to the grocery store. Uh, Costco is my favorite grocery store. Uh, mostly because you have to have a membership to enter. Like, I love going into Costco, looking at everyone, and I'm like, look at all these people who are just like me, you know, just mooching off of their family's membership. Like, that's that's real beautiful. 
All right, I've been Denise. Thank you. Keep your hands slapping for Denise Lee. We've got five comics or performers left. I'm so excited. Stick on fast, everybody. Put your hands together for your next comedian. It's Brian Bailey. Woo. Woo, yeah. Um, oh, you know, like, internet cookies, right? And you click it. I was complain uh, complaining to my friend about internet cookies the other day, how whenever I go on a website, it makes me accept their cookies. And he was like, that should only happen the first time you go on a website. And it was in that moment I realized people not addicted to porn are not constantly clearing their history. Yeah, whoops. Um, I go on the internet a lot. I spend too much time probably. I went down this rabbit hole on YouTube. I went down this QAnon rabbit hole. You guys know QAnon? It's like this far right conspiracy group. I'm not really into it, but I was curious. Uh, turns out all my favorite Democrats are satanic pedophiles. I don't know if you guys realize that. Everyone was on Epstein's plane. They worship an owl god. It's, it's crazy stuff. But like, I was two to three videos deep on QAnon on YouTube, and I started getting ads for gun holsters. And I was like, this doesn't, this doesn't seem safe. I don't think we should be doing this to people. But I, I don't own a gun. I thought they looked really cool, though. You know, they have, like, there was, like, handcrafted leather and, like, a big bald eagle on the side has don't tread on me and big bold lettering. So I bought three of them. One for me and each of my cats. Yeah. We stay strapped in my household now. But I don't own a gun, so I just walk around with, like, a really unique fanny pack on my side. I can only hold gun-shaped objects, I guess. So I just have a banana, like, practicing. Have you seen Taxi Driver when he's in the mirror, you know? You know what they say, the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with potassium, with a nutritious breakfast. Is this anything? This is gun stuff. I feel like open carry, this is a new, I don't know, this, I don't think this even makes sense, but open carry is for people who have conservative parents, you know, like they can be open about having a gun but not about being gay. And then concealed carry is just the other way around, you know, like they don't care that you're gay but like they're not ready to hear that you own a gun. And then either way, they just want you to use protection. I don't know if that's anything. Probably not. Here's something. Uh, I went on a date with a Native American girl recently. Yeah, I think her name was Talks Too Much. D doesn't, pick up, doesn't pick up check. I don't know. I'm just workshopping here. Uh, that's good. I didn't think that would get groans. This is, you know, this is too soon for Native American jokes. It's so long ago. But no, okay, that part, but this is true, though. I did go on a date with a Native American girl. That part's true. And um, I, I was trying to, like, connect with her, you know? I was, like, trying to, like, find common ground between the two of us. And I was like, you know, I'm actually 7.5% Native American, you know, like how every white person does. And she was like, oh, what tribe? And I was like, but I wasn't really expecting a follow-up question. I didn't have an answer. I took one DNA test forever ago, so I panicked. I was just like, uh, the Navi? I just, you guys see Avatar? Forget it. It's too deep of an Avatar cut. <laughs> but I realized, though, I realized that, like, saying, I got home, there was no second date. I realized when I got home, though, that saying that I'm, like, part Native American isn't, like, a cool thing that we have in common, because my family's been in America for, like, hundreds of years, so the most likely scenario is that, like, one of my ancestors raped one of hers. And it's not, not exactly a meet-cute story, you know? It'd be if I went out with a Jewish girl, and I was like, no shit! German, uh, okay. Ukrainian, Russian, crazy stuff, small world. Thanks. That's it. <laughs>
Ryan Bailey, everyone. We've got four performers left. Clap your hands together for your next one. It's Ezra. Yay. Hey guys, uh, it's been a second. Uh, I was uh, house sitting for my uh, grandma's cat. They're gr what? <laughs> They're great. They're like yeah, a million years old. They have like such a dog shit relationship. They like bicker constantly, and they think the way to fix it is like to go on vacation all the time. They're like that will help <laughs> if we're on an airplane for 18 hours at a time. And I remember I asked my grandma once, I was like, why do you stay with my grandpa if you guys argue all the time? And she was like, well, life without him would be worse. And <laughs> that's not really funny. That's just, uh, that's just some, some true shit. But yeah, and I was watching their cat, and they got this new cat because all their old cats died, which I feel like should be a sign that you should like stop getting cats. But they got another one, and... It's great because they've like brought this cat into their awful relationship. Like now he's like the third wheel of their terrible of their terrible relationship. Like they hate this cat and this cat hates them. So like they left and they were like, hey, can you watch the cat for a week? And I was like, sure. And I show up and like they're like, the big thing is like, don't let the cat escape. It always wants to escape. <laughs> and I'm like, why not? It seems like it would be better for everybody if the cat escaped. It clearly doesn't want to be with you. Um and one time it got out, and I was, like, terrified. And then, like, ten minutes later, the cat just, like, kind of mopingly walked back in, and he was his eyes were just, like, you know, it was worse alone, you know? It's like they've really – it's rubbed off on that off on that cat. I feel so bad. Um, that's really I – did, I didn't really write that. It's really the only thing that's happened. I should just do my terrible jokes I normally do. Um, there's been a lot of discussion about, like, whether or not, like, Jamaican patois is a separate language. Uh, here's why I don't think it is because I cannot learn it. <laughs> like, I can go to city college and be like, I'm learning Chinese, I'm learning Spanish, I'm learning Hindi or whatever, and everybody's like, wow, that's great, you're so worldly, but if I'm like, I'm learning Jamaican, now I'm racist. <laughs> Case in point, there's a guy who does that on YouTube. All he does is he like learns languages and goes and talks with the locals. I saw him on like YouTube, he was like, I learned Jamaican, I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> like red alarm and it's just him going up to like random people being like wagwan blood clot and i'm like stop <laughs> stop <laughs> the, pro the funniest thing about that is like i did work at safeway with this guy named tim i think that was his name who was a legit white jamaican person and i was like i didn't even know they made them that's like meeting like a whole new like style of person and i felt so bad for him because like he was constantly getting yelled at by customers because he just sounded like that. He just had that accent. He'd be like, oh, what kind of bagel you want? And they were like, stop it, stop it. <laughs> and I just felt so bad. He's like, how did he end up here? <laughs> I felt so bad for him. I, I don't really have an ending for that one. I should, uh, I should keep, oh, that works. Um, I, uh, I'm, b I'm really fascinated by there's this brand of chocolate called Tony's Slavery Free Chocolate. This is real. They sell it like Whole Foods, like fancy grocery stores, because I guess you need to go to a fancy grocery store to have non-slavery products. <laughs> it's good. Um, it's such a bizarre name for something. Like, I don't care if it's appended by the word free. The word slavery should not appear on your brand name, <laughs> no matter what. And I was like, that's a ter that's, a, that's also just like a, t a terrible marketing move. It'd be like if I had like a movie theater called Ezra's Child Pornography Free Movie Theater. <laughs> 
Like, that's just so suspicious. So, because I'm like a combative asshole, I like, I Googled it. I was like, I bet they do use slavery. And first Google result, Tony's slavery-free chocolate removed from slavery-free chocolate providers. I'm fucking serious, so don't buy that shit. That's fucked up. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got this. Thanks. Ezra, everyone. We've got three performers left. You guys are all awesome. Put your hands together. They're new to the room, everybody. It's Zinnab. Yay! So, a lot of people say a woman can't be an incel but they haven't met me. Uh, I live in the Bay Area, I'm half Asian, but I'm not the good kind of Asian, and I'm not mixed with white, so that immediately makes me lower quality. And uh, I'm, I'm 4'10 and 125 pounds, which makes me extremely obese for an Asian woman in the Bay Area. <laughs> You're right, yeah, yeah, half, so. So um, I I was uh, walking, I go to church, you know, I'm probably the only person here who believes in God, but I'd rather have it that way because uh, I met some men in the Bay Area who don't believe in God, and they'd rather just believe in uh, Marvel movies and uh, Captain America and, uh, you know, What's his name? I don't even know his name because I'm not dumb and stupid enough to know uh, what Iron Man's actor's name is. Robert, so yeah, so uh, I don't know who Robert Downer Jr. is, but I do know who St. Bernard of Clairvaux is. You know, so I, I can't really make a good connection with a lot of men in the Bay Area because that's my frame of reference, you know? So uh, I'm thinking of becoming a Carmelite nun. I'm seriously thinking of becoming a Carmelite nun. That's how much I don't want to have sex with any men in the Bay Area. Like, like, I mean, gosh. So I was, I was going to church. I went to church uh, last Sunday, and um, I met. Well, I, I, I go to church with my two gay friends. Yes, even the gay people are going to church in the gay in the Bay Area now. That's how much no one wants to have sex in the Bay Area. Um, so I went to church, and I talked to uh, my priest, Father Dennis, who is a veteran exorcist, by the way. And uh, I was like, Father Dennis, I am, I like can't stop being a really depressed, psychotic, incel female. Like, how do I change? And um, he was like, you are so freaking mentally ill. Like, uh, an exorcism wouldn't even do anything for you. Like, the demons are embedded so deep in your mind. Like, you know, not Aldol can't get it out, uh, Seroquel can't get it out, and I sure as hell can't get it out with a four-hour Benedictine exorcism. So you're out of luck. Um, yeah. I, this is my first time ever doing any kind of open mic comedy anything. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and so thank you for, <laughs> but yeah, so um, life as a female incel is, it's kind of hard, but it also takes a lot of pressure off because like I can just be as crazy as I want. I don't have anyone to impress. Like, and um, so 
it, it, it does it definitely takes a lot of pressure off like I could just go up to people and say that <laughs> absolute crazy as shit. Like, I'm like, do you believe in God? Do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe in demons? Do you believe in angels? No? Well, that's fine. I didn't want to meet you anyway. I didn't want to have sex with you anyway. So, um, yeah. Um, I would say that also my cat, my 17-pound uh, purebred snowshoe cat, is more attractive than, like, any man I've seen on Tinder or Hinge. Yeah, I would say that my, my male cat is more attractive than any man I've seen on the dating apps. And that's another reason why I'm an incel. Or, uh, so, yeah. Uh, what else? Hmm? Right, all right. Uh, that's all I have to say. Thank you so much. God bless. Yay, Zinab, that was your first time. Yay. There are four minute sets. You were amazing. That's incredible. Thank you so much for coming here and doing your first set at Mutiny Radio. Yay. I hope you felt comfortable because Jesus is on the wall right there. Um, absolutely. Uh, I have a favorite Bible verse. It's Leviticus 20:12. If you sleep with your father-in-law, you should both be stoned. So uh, I love, I personally love to get stoned. Yeah, amen, sister. We've got two comics left. Hang fast. Put your hands together, everybody, for Josh Kotsky. <laughs> Are so disappointing, god damn it. Um, all right, my notebook exploded, and so I saw like one well, of the first jokes I wrote, so we're gonna do it. My girlfriend's a morning person, which is really annoying. I mean, come on, only one of your parents died. Okay, that's terrible. Uh, no, I've been with my girlfriend for about four years now, and it's, it's weird because like, I'm not ready for marriage, but I don't wanna get her hopes up. So like, we'll be walking down the street and my shoes will be untied, and I'm like, scared to tie my shoes. I don't want to get her hopes up. I'm like, I can't protest the national anthem without getting her hopes up. I can't deep throat a rockin' bear without getting her hopes up, you know? It's like I get down there and she's just like, oh my God, it's really happening! And I'm like, whoa! <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. I'm uh, I'm okay at sex. I know that you're not supposed to say that as a comic. You're being like, ah, oh, fuck. I'm okay. I'm okay at sex for the same reason that I'm okay at baking a cupcake. Like I've seen the instructional videos. I've looked at it. All you need to do watch a five minute video on how to pipe. It really helps. Cupcake jokes for you. I don't know. I feel like if <laughs> fuck that. All right. Uh, I'm an IT auditor. I have a job outside of this. I'm an IT. Auditor, that's what happens when your parents tell you when you're growing up that you can be absolutely anything you want and they forget to tell you, pick something good. Uh, I'm an IT auditor, which is, if you don't know, it's half IT guy, half accountant, uh, but without like the computers or the math. I don't know what I do. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I do, but people keep asking me and it's like, I can't, I can't even tell, like, if you're a fisherman, someone asks you what you do, I fish. I can't be like, oh, I IT audit. It's one of those names, it doesn't mean anything. Like, I have a friend who's a data scientist. What the fuck does that mean? All scientists are data scientists. Like, uh, it's like calling yourself a music singer. It's like, you didn't have to clarify. 
Do you think there are non-data scientists out there that you do have to clarify? Do you think there's just some dude in a lab coat blowing up starfish? And dude's like, hey, did you get any good statistics? Pfft, I'm not a marine data biologist, thank you very much. Uh, um, no, I'm a, I'm a IT auditor. It's a boring job. You know you have a boring job when there's no video games made about what you do. You know what I mean? Like, every if you're a city planner, planner you have SimCity. Plumbers have Mario. Fucking construction workers have Tetris, you know? Every other job. There's no IT auditor, the video game, but I think there should be. Because all the games now, it's like farming simulator, nursing simulator. You just take a job and people do it for free. I could, fuck it, I'm going to do that. Coming out this summer, IT audit simulator. For only $25 a month, I'll give you all of my passwords. You can just do my job for me. You win when you don't get fired. <laughs> it's great. Um, there's a, I love video games. There's an issue in the military now, though, where there's a bunch of kids who joined the military because of Call of Duty, and then they realize that Call of Duty and the actual military are very different, and they want to quit. Do you think plumbers have the same issue? Do you think they're ever like, I thought this was going to be way more princesses, castles, and mushrooms, way less telling people not to use Drano? Every time I call a plumber, they just tell me not to do Drano, which, like, yeah, if there was a magical liquid that did my job for me, I'd probably tell people not to use it either. All right, thank you all so much for your time. It's true. Why would they make it if it didn't work? Uh, there's two comedians left. Hold fast, hold fast. Put your hands together, everybody, for CJ. <laughs> Uh, is anyone here from the Midwest? I'm not surprised. None of you look like, uh, you don't look like you could work on a farm. You know what I mean? Um, I'm from Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin is really good at making two things, okay? Cheese and serial killers. Um, Y'all seen Jeffrey Dahmer? That's my uncle. Um, yeah. Uh, <sighs> Uh, anyway, okay, so to understand why Wisconsin makes serial killers on the cutting edge of cutting people open, um, you need to understand that everybody who lives in that state today is descended from white people that couldn't make it in Europe, the white person's Wakanda. So they posted up in the coldest and darkest part of this country, um, killed everyone who was living there, and they've spent the generation since hunting their food and repressing their emotions. Like, it's impossible to tell who's not a serial killer there, you know what I mean? Like, if owning several guns and skinning animals is a red flag nowadays, I can't even talk to my dad. Like, my dad's house is decorated like the set from Silence of the Lambs. Like, you walk in and there's just like the taxidermied cast of Bambi staring at you from the walls. Um, he's got like all these photos put it up too of my brother and I, like paste it all over the walls. It's very like, he killed those kids, like check under the floorboards. You know what I mean? Like, um, I had called my dad one time to, because a friend of mine was like freaking out because they needed to get rid of a gun. Um, that makes it sound like I killed someone. Let me clarify, this is for my uncle Jeffrey. Um, so I'm telling him about this gun problem and he goes, why don't you take it to a gun swamp? 
apparently uh, there are these bogs up in northern Wisconsin where, and I quote, you could drop just about anything and nobody will ever find it. So that's how I found out what happened to my mother um, and 13 other missing women in the community. It's a lawless land out there. Like, I went to Wisconsin public school. We didn't have AP classes. Uh, we were learning wilderness survival skills. Like, I'm talking archery, axe throwing, ice fishing, cave diving. Uh, it actually might have been a pipeline to the show Naked and Afraid. Um, <laughs> if you've never seen Naked and Afraid, it's a reality television series about severely underqualified white people who try to survive in the wilderness for three weeks in a place where people already live. Um, I would have fucking crushed it on Naked and Afraid, honestly. I would have pulled up like, I'm Courtney Jean. Uh, I was crowned Miss Math Capital of Wisconsin. Um, and I learned how to disembowel a deer on my seventh birthday. So, that's fun. Um, are y'all on the apps, the dating apps? Hilarious, I love that. Bumble's trying to be feminist now by forcing women to write the first message. Um, I think what would be more feminist if we were allowed to leave reviews? You know what I mean? Like, I think if a bad rating stood between a straight man and getting his dick wet, he would start reading feminist theory. Like, you know, like, the ding. Oh, fuck, man. I got a three-star rating from Kimberly for bad head and a poor understanding of intersectionality as a qualitative analytic framework. <sighs> no, I can't go out tonight, and I got to read bell hooks and practice using my tongue to clear out pudding cups. Uh, that's all I got. Thank you. Hooray for CJ! Yay! That's great. Red Dawn Wolverine! She's gonna eat a heart of a deer! All right, there's one last comedian, and it's me! Yay! I have things to say, too. Um, yeah, woo, woo! Uh, there's a lot of um, sirens in this neighborhood, and where I grew up, there were a lot of sirens in Danville. And when I was little, my dad would always say, every time a siren would go by, he'd say, a drug bust, Pam, they're after you. I'm like, I'm six, and it was super cute. I'm like, drug bust, they're after me. Woo! Words are real, Dad! Like, he used to, he's so upset at me now, because I'm a socialist, and when I was a child, he used to call me his little commie pinko liberal. I'm like, <gasps> words are real, Dad! Didn't believe it. I was also raised, I was raised super in the church. I was a cheerleader for God. There is only one God. Andy is the sun God. Ra, ra, ra. I just wanted to do that one for you. No, I, I really was a, a cheerleader for Christ, and uh, it sucked because um, the skirts were really long, which are not sexy, and that my butt always hurt from protecting my virginity. Also, not sexy. Thanks, Jesus. Wow. It's the other thing is when I was little, I wanted to have an invisible friend. I wanted to have a four-foot cat. Like if you've ever been to Disneyland and you're in line at the Haunted Mansion and there's the girl, she's supine, and then she turns into a cat and then she turns back into a lady. No one else remembers this, just me. Vivid, vivid memories. And as a child, I was like, I want a four-foot cat friend. My mom was like, that's weird. But they were fine with a 33-year-old bearded man sitting on my bed every night holding my hand while I talked about boys. All right. People wonder why I have a beard fetish. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very, oh, I, this is what I want to talk about. Cute cops. Oh, my God, you guys. San Francisco, right now, there's this huge 
I don't know if you've seen it, but the cops didn't used to be this cute. I've been here for 15 years, and the cops are getting hella cute. And I, uh, no, seriously, like, they're, I mean, they're a little short, but other than that, like, they're, fa- I'm like, damn. So if they're going to, like, I don't know what they're going to break up or what they're going to do, but they look good doing it. And I don't know if it's that I'm just so lonely and, like, hard up that I'm like, oh, blah, or if I have Stockholm Syndrome and I've truly fallen in love with my oppressor. That's it. <laughs> I'm like, they're so cute. They're so cute. They're not cute. The real cute ones are EMTs and firemen. And this is an absolute fact, and I know it for truth. And they have to be good looking because when you're dying and they come to save you and you look up, you have to have a reason to live. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) you're so good looking, mouth to mouth. Let's do it. All right. All right. It's going to be fun. One last thing. You were talking about internet dating things and all that jazz. I've never had a profile. I've never been on any internet dating sites. Not a Bumble, thank you, right? Not a Farmer's Only, not a Coffee Meets Bagel, not even like a Craigslist Misconnection, nothing. Haven't done anything anywhere on the internet. And so I asked one of my girlfriends, well, if I start, you know, what do I do? And she said, raise that bar really high. And then I asked one of my guy friends and he said, you gotta lower that bar way down. And then I asked, why can't we just meet at the bar? That's what people used to do. They didn't have to fill out a survey to fuck. They were just like, I have a personality. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. (laughs) So I was outside a bar smoking, trying to meet men, and a fire truck came by. Oh, my God. Out of it littered like 10 hot men in costume, right? And one of them had an axe. It was so cute. And they ran up this stairwell to save someone from an opiate overdose. I don't know. I was outside smoking. And they came down really fast, so the person must have been dead. And I waved at the guy who was in the back, because it was one of those long trucks, and the one who drives in the back, and I like waved at him, and he waved back, right? I like blew him a kiss and gave him a shoulder. He rang the bell, ring-a-ding. We were vibing, we were vibing. And I'm so stupid, because I didn't take down the number of the truck. So how am I ever gonna find this guy again? So what I'm gonna do is go back to the same bar on the same day at the same time, and I'm going to pay a questionably housed man 20 bucks to start a garbage can fire. Woo, 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 woo. That's my version of Tinder. All right, yay. Thank you guys for being here tonight. This has been really fun and wonderful, and you're all amazing, and I really appreciate all of you. And we're back. Um, we, have, we have shows six nights a week. So tomorrow, OMG, 6 o'clock. Wednesday, Baby Blues Barbecue, 7 o'clock. Uh, Thursday is the Bar on Dolores at 8. Friday, we're back here at 6. And then Saturday, 2 o'clock at Atlas. And um, come on out and listen to MutinyRadio.fm and follow our Instagram on Mutiny Radio SF. Thanks for being here. Yay!
75 years, movies are liberated, and of course, they're on YouTube, so we're going to watch a movie today uh, in the public domain, and we are on Mutiny Radio, Carl, uh, every Sunday at 2 p.m. We are also uh, available as a podcast. Classic Mutiny Radio. Dot FM.
I'm ready to fight. I've been looking for my baby. 